Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Geekscapists, Jonathan the Podfather here, and when I first started Geekscape back in 2006, it was just a podcast, but then it grew into a podcast network and a community, and the whole plan was to turn it into a production company so we could make cool films and TV ideas and all sorts of stuff for you guys. We'll always be doing the podcast, but right now I want to let you guys know that we're running a Seed and Spark campaign for one of our first original productions. And this is a co-production with Dweeb Darlings and Fonco Studios called Stocking LeVar. It's a continuation of the web series Stocking LeVar. If you go online, go to YouTube or dweebdarlings.com and look for Stocking LeVar and you guys will find a pretty fun two seasons of this show. We're going to make a short film out of it, but we're going to need your help. So go to seedandspark.com, search Stocking LeVar, as in LeVar Burton, and you'll find our project. Listen, if you can't donate, it's okay. Just follow and share. That'll help us out a whole lot. And then if you can donate, as some of your fellow Geekscapists have, we'd appreciate that too. The campaign's going to be running for a while, so I really, really appreciate you guys checking it out, and enjoy the rest of this show. Hey! Maybe I'm just nostalgic, or maybe it's truly magical. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brooke. And this is a Disneyto podcast. This week, we decided to finish our bottle of wine, grab a box of tissues, and discuss the top five Disney moments that always make us cry. Last time we did a top five list, I took the lead. So, Andrew, let's get right into this. What's your number five Disney moment that made you cry? Well, Brooke, as uh, you and I discussed briefly earlier... We didn't make a damn list this week. We're doing it live. <laughs> We're doing this live. We are going to discuss our top five most sad Disney songs. Or not songs. Moments. They may include songs. They may so include that's songs. Because okay. sometimes these songs are what provoke the sadness. And But I'll start out by saying, as many of our other themes for the episodes, this one is very hard because so many Disney movies have a very sad, traumatic element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as like narrowing down the list, um, thinking about over the past couple of weeks, like what some of the most sad moments were for me, um, I found myself 
referring back to like my favorite Disney films um, and some of my top Disney songs that we've talked about in the past because of those movies that have such a big impact to me um, and that I have very fresh in my memory are also some of the ones with the most sad moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, an example of that would be Toy Story 3. The Incinerator. The Incinerator. Yeah. See, Toy Story 3, I can't decide which moment is more sad. If it's the Incinerator or the very end when he's giving the toys away. They're very different sads. Yes, they're very different sads. When the toys are going into the Incinerator, my childhood dreams were literally being crushed in my head. And I don't know if that was like the point of that. But I, it was literally like, oh my god, this is how they're doing it? This is what they're going to do? Nothing good can last. No! <laughs> and what does that say about Pixar, that that ran through your head as a plausible ending to the movie? That's how <laughs> real they made that. Like, it was like, this could, this happened to all my toys that got rid of, and now I'm an asshole. They died in the incinerator. I'm yeah. so sorry, all my prior horses. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. It does make you think back, I, I, you know, and I think that's part of what that scene was meant to do was to make you think back to the toys you had, the ones you've thrown out and that have kind of disappeared over the years. And so it's sad for that reason. And then also that movie being such a very, that franchise of movies being very close to my heart, that move, that part crushed me. Well, yeah, you grow to love these characters and it's for them to go out like that. It's very game of Thrones. Yeah. It's like, all right. And then they all hold hands and look at each other. They they embrace death in that moment. They all just like hold each other and you're like, this is it. And I'm just like, no, it's not it. Fight, fight for your life. They give you a five minute scene of them slowly going to their fiery death. And right before they shut the shit off, it's holding hands and accepting that they're well, dying. Yeah. And you accept that they're dying. They're trying to fight it off, and then they can't. And they're yeah. just like, this is it. And then the little aliens come in with the claw and oh. save them. And I've never loved those little bastards so much. I know. It, it's uh, so perfect. It's, like, it, it's that roller coaster of like tragic sadness. Mm-hmm. And then you're so happy they get saved. It's like this relief. 100%. Of these relieving tears. Happy tears. And then they kill you then at the end because Andy leaves. Yeah, Andy's leaving. He's saying goodbye to the toys. And it it's kind of like saying goodbye to your childhood. That's what I think that's it. You know what? That was the saddest part between the two. Because again, as I've told you guys before, when that movie came out, I was graduating high school. Um, which was exactly what Andy was doing at that point in time. Um, And so, you know, as he's saying goodbye to his toys and saying goodbye to that chapter in his life, it was an immediate reflection on me saying goodbye to that chapter in my life. And it was like, oh my God, like this is all just over. It's all done. All this is gone, moved on. And yeah, especially now knowing what it's like to be an adult. Yeah, Fuck give that. me my childhood back. Yeah, it's sad. Please. It's very sad. No, I agree. I think that's such a profound moment. Um, that would also be in my top five. Would be Toy Story 3, both of those moments. Really sad. In good and bad ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw out, since Toy Story 3 would also be on my list, I'll throw in um, 
The fox and the hound when Widow Tweed abandons Todd in the forest. That's just so heartbreaking. Um, I mean, even as a child, you know it's sad. But I'm a dog mom now, Mm -hmm. and I can't imagine just dropping one of them off and never coming back. Even if it's what was best for them, there's, oh my God, no way. They're so confused. Todd's little like head tilt, like, mm-hmm. where are you going? Oh, it makes me so sad. I can't think about it. And then that dance, that, that's, that song they play during oh, that. Oh, they always get you. Well, and then it's almost worse because like the, she looks devastated. Well, yeah, she didn't want to do yeah. it, but she knew he was like a wild fox, which just yeah. makes it. Well, it's to save his life because the farmer yeah. threatened to kill him. It's yeah. just, all of it is so sad. She's so sad. Todd's confused. There's nothing good about that moment. Mm-mm. Nothing. There's no feel-good aspect to that scene. It's all horrible. Everything's just being ripped apart. It's really... Oh, God. I feel like that may be like one of the saddest scenes in any Disney movie. Just because of the build up to that. And it doesn't really like. It's not like after that, it's like, ah, just kidding, everything's great. And it's it like, just no, stays it's sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is just sad. It's like nothing's going to get better from here on out. Yeah. It's like, this, this is. This He's is gone. It. Do you know who one of the animators was on Fox and the Hound? Whom? Tim Burton. That makes so much sense. God. It's not sad enough. <laughs> and I think to go along with this movie, I would put them side by side as it just being like a sad moment and nothing gets better, really. Um, and speaking of Tim Burton, is Dumbo. Dumbo? When, it, when what's, the, what's the called? Uh, Baby Mine? Yeah. And she, his mom's reaching through like the bars trying to cradle him. Because he's all set about getting made fun of. It is the saddest shit ever. Why would they do that? I don't... I uh, No. And nothing gets better. It's all sad. All the time. I don't care what you say about Dumbo. It's all sad. Yeah, Dumbo's one of those that I... That was just kind of an overall sad movie as well. That's why Tim Burton's doing the live action one. They're like, who could make this sadder? Who did Fox and the Hound? (laughs) Timber, you're up. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Dumbo in a really long time. It has been. Re- well, that's because nobody wants to watch it again. After you see it, you're that's, you're done. That's yeah. enough, Dumbo. That's one of those movies you're like, what the fuck? That's not cool. I always wanted to ride the Dumbo ride because remember, I've never been to Disney. Um, so I've always wanted to ride it. I think that's the happiest part of Dumbo is the ride that you can go on at the park. There's nothing good about the movie. Normally, I don't like to crush people's souls, but I'll tell you that ride blows. <laughs> Why would you say that to me? <laughs> After I, I just said, I literally came out of my mouth five seconds ago that I want to ride it because I saw it in Full House and Michelle Tanner looked like she was having a good time. We also saw it in all the freaking Disney commercials that were before your Disney VHS and they would show the little kids looking all happy. You know what? Lies. Because I went and really? I did it. Try me. Let's go not- to Disney World and let's see if I'm happy on the Dumbo ride. <laughs> I'll look right now. We if I am not happy on bucks. the Dumbo ride, I will do something that you ask me to do. <laughs> I see that being like your future Facebook cover photo is just like, you with a face of joy on the Dumbo ride. Yeah. <laughs> like, In your face, Andrew. <laughs> the Dumbo ride was great. 
Anyway. Anywho. So those, I would add those two in on equally the same level. I don't know if we're going to do a top five here. This could, this is this getting is a little derailed. Continue. Well, so again, this is why it was hard to do this whole top five because especially when it comes to ranking them. It's so stuff. like they're sad. And then there are some that make you cry and they're happy. So it's like, how do you pick the top five that make you cry? Yeah. Because there's different kinds of crying. Have you ever cried before? Cry for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Something could hurt. Something yeah. could be sad. Funny. Something could be funny. Although I feel like Disney mostly makes you cry because it's sad. But you know, whatever. Here's the one we're going to talk about. Currently, um, up. We're going to talk about up. That was going to be my number one Same. for sure. That yep. You're going to cry. Yep. The first what ten fifteen minutes of up, you're going to cry. Don't I don't care who you are. It's going to happen. I would actually argue not even the first. Like, everyone talks about the first 10, 15 minutes, and yeah, like, that's a gut punch. For me, the one that actually makes me cry more and up is when he finally opens up the book and sees the message that Ellie left him to go live his own adventure. Stop. That, that's the one that, that kills me. That's the one that gets you. But at the same time, if it wasn't for that first uh, yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, if you didn't have yeah. that first 10 minutes, that's not going to get you. That's what really <laughs> makes that movie so impactful is it opens up. You think up. You see it cute little house with balloons you're like a very adventure we're gonna have fun no you see a beautiful love grow and then she dies she's dead she can't have a kid no and then she dies yeah they don't even get to go on their adventure they never get to have a child and have a family and they can't even join themselves together because she dies she's dead and then they take his house or try to take his house and get him out of his house she's dead she's dead she's dead she dies in the first 10 to 15 minutes. They waste no time. And, it and was, it's, it's like a silent... Uh, upper, oh, no, they talk they, I mean, bit. they have a little bit of dialogue. But it's mainly musical. And that is... It's, it's such a roller coaster because you see this adorable story mm-hmm. unfolding. And it's so sweet. And then it just goes so wrong. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because it's also so real. Like, that happens to people all All the time. time. Mm -hmm. They are very good about making things as close to real life as they can be, you know? And especially for a child's sake, like, either helping kids relate to other kids or other situations or helping them in a way make sense of their own situation just by, you know, being able to say... Oh, this is this happened to me, or I'm in this situation, mm-hmm. or I can relate to that, or I acknowledge that. It's so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Up that that was going to be my number one. I know that for sure, because I so I, when I saw the movie, I, everyone had been talking about that part. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna be crushed in the first fifteen minutes," and I'm kind of like, "Nah." I'll mm-hmm. be fine. I've seen Disney movies before. I know how they can get. Yeah. Someone's probably going to die. I'm ready. I was not ready. <laughs> not even close. I was just, uh, I, I was not expecting it to be as profound as it was. And I don't even, I don't even know what it is about it that really just gets me. I, I think it is maybe just the how real it is. And how sweet at the same time. Because she's... She's thinking about him the whole time. Mm-hmm. And him about her. It's just a very sweet 
selfless love. Yeah. Yeah. It's rare. I mean, it's a Disney movie, so whatever. You know, as we're talking about this, uh, it reminded me of something I thought while doing a little bit of my research and reflection on these movies. What I found interesting is that you know, we're talking about this list, and I was thinking, you know, I, I want to make sure I'm referencing both animated and non-animated Disney films. But what I find is that the animated films are what have all those really sad, depressing, mm-hmm. tragic moments. Whereas a lot of the live-action ones, like, I don't, I can't remember getting that kind of emotion out of any of those. Well, I can remember one. Ooh. I think it's, it might not even be Disney, honestly. Um, Homeward Bound? I think that is Disney. Is it Disney? Is it? I'll double check, but I think it's it might be. straight to DVD? What? No, Homeward Bound was Have in theaters. Have you seen Homeward Bound? Yeah. I didn't know if it was like, was that one in theaters? Yeah. I was young. I mean, I was young when it came out, and I'm older than you, so you were really young. Yeah, I loved the movie. We had it, but I didn't know if that was a um, big theater box one or, or not. Box but movies. Homeward Bound, Walt Disney. It's Walt Disney Pictures. Ooh, awesome. Okay, so that's this. This is a live What's action the one. Pets and the kitty, right? Yes. Oh my god. Okay, that one makes the list. Yeah, <laughs> that's a live action one that makes the list for for multiple reasons. There are a couple points in which I get emotional in that movie. First and foremost, I mean they're basically towards the end, but when Shadow gets stuck mm-hmm. in like that pit in the mud and you think he's gonna die, I remember being so little, like very little. And just fucking losing my mind. Mm-hmm. Like crying, couldn't breathe. I was a wreck. Mm. My parents were probably like, why did we have a child? This is a nightmare. This is why you never got to go to Disney. Yeah, this is why I didn't get to go to Disney. Um, and I was just horrified. And then at the end, when they get home, when Chance and Sassy get home and yeah. they run to the little boy and girl... And they're like, where's Shadow? And I'm just like, oh, here we go again. I'm going to cry. <laughs> and then he limps up. And I was like, Shadow! Shadow's here! He lived! <laughs> and it's just tears of joy. So it's that roller coaster ride at the end there. Really they bring you so far down, and then they bring you so far up. They also made Old Yeller. Okay, we don't talk about Old Yeller ever because that is a fucked up movie that should have never been made, and nobody should ever watch it unless you want to ruin your life. You haven't seen Old Yeller? Negative. Okay, let me tell you what happens in Old Yeller. <laughs> yeah, while we're here. While we're so it's this story of this boy and his dog. I believe Old Yeller... Well, yeah, Old Yeller's a yellow lab. Obviously, Yeller. Yellow. Um, and they have like this, this classic... It's this classic tale of a boy and his dog. Well, don't you know that this dog protects the boy or, or something of that nature. It's been a while because it ruined my life. Um, it gets into a fight with like a coyote or a bear or some kind of wild animal and gets rabies. So you know what happens to animals that get rabies? He has to shoot it. He has to shoot his own he dog? He has to shoot his dog. It's so fucked up. When did this movie come out? In the 50s. Yeah, it uh, sounds like a 50s course. movie. It's horrible. Horrible. That messed me up. What? If Rowdy had rabies, I would let him rip my throat out and I would just die. I'd be like, it's okay. You're so cute. I'm glad you were the one to kill me, Rowdy. (laughs) I'm just going to keep you in your cage. (laughs) Yeah, just eat my body when I die. Nope. Okay. 
and then I bleed out. I wouldn't even care. That's how much I love him. I would not kill him. How did they do that scene of him sh- shooting his dog? Is it like I think it's mostly in shadows? Yeah, I can't really remember it. It's been, I mean, how old am I? It's been over 20 years. You used to play it on the Disney Channel way too often. I'm glad I I I wouldn't watch it. Um, Oh, gosh. I remember I wanted to watch it because I've always loved dogs. And I saw a dog and I was like, I want to watch this. Way to go, mom and dad. No wonder I am the way that I am. Mm Mm-hmm. If we're just going to throw them out there and not do a top five list, we're going to talk about The Let's Lion King yes. and Mufasa. Yes, there it is. Dying. Um, I saw that in theaters. I was four. And I went with my mom and my sister. And maybe my brother was there, my older brother. I'm not, I don't remember. But I remember that happening. And I looked over at my mom and my sister and they were sobbing. Mm-hmm. And I was so young that, like, I didn't quite understand. And I remember just watching them cry. And, like, I would look at the screen and I'd look back at them and I was like, this is bad. This has to be really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't until, like, I was slightly older when I really understood that, like, Mufasa died in the film. Because, you know, you see him come back in, in, in spirit and in the clouds and stuff. And so it never really hit me till I was a little bit older. Yep. Um, but even now, that's a really harsh moment in the film when he dies at the hands of Scar. Because, I mean, I think for me, what's, what struck me was like, you know, Mufasa, here's the king. You know, he's this, he seems invincible. And then he dies. And it kind of is a reflection on like your own father a little bit. Like you think he's invincible and then... You know, at some point you're going to realize they're not. <laughs> and for Simba to have, you know, gone through that so young, that's so sad. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, but then Mufasa coming through to him spiritually is also such a sweet, sad moment. It's very bittersweet, I guess. You know, he's still guiding Simba and it gives you kind of that um, reassurance, I guess. It's very similar to. Um in Moana, which is also on my list, even though it's oh, when, recently when the grandmother dies and she comes back, as yeah, the, it's, the it's that same kind of sadness, like that, like they're gone, but they're but here, are they really? But it's yeah. temporary, mm-hmm. but it's like that right they, moment. Like they live within you; you can feel them around you. Yeah, C- kind of like um, in Pocahontas when they briefly mention her mother and how she's passed, and it's like you know she goes wherever the wind takes her, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like this sense that like she's there yeah that's a comfort yeah it's a it is exactly it's a comforting feeling um after you experience like this horrible sadness and loss yeah and i think disney did a good job in those films of balancing it because when i saw moana i thought when the grandmother died it wasn't it wasn't that bad for me because you see her come right back as this manta ray so it's the sense of like okay she's not really gone Mm -hmm. she's with moana Mm -hmm. in spirit and that that eases the pain of like her loss. Well, and also with that one, on like the Lion King in Moana, you learn before the grandma passes about her spirituality and that she says, you know, I'm always going to kind of be here, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So you're almost prepared for that. Whereas the Lion King, now nah, he murdered scars, like, fuck you, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And what's the saddest thing is when 
Simba goes up to him and, and he's like, nudging. Puts he's like, the Dad, paw around him. It's like, oh my god. He's like pushing his face. He's like, Dad, yeah. get up. Oh god, I don't want to think about it. It's so sad. Um, that may be like the most like in the forefront of pressing. It's Disney so raw yes. because you just see like this naive little cub. Like he obviously just like does not get what just happened. No. And I mean, just like any little kid just wouldn't understand, you know, it's just this very raw moment where like Simba's coming to his realization, like, oh my God, my dad just died in front of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's very, I mean, and that's a thing that happens with animals all the time too. So it's kind of like not out of the norm in nature. Yeah. But then they add this human element by like, you know, making these, I mean, they're characters, but they make them very personal and, you, you know. This is rough. That's a rough scene to get through. They're so good at killing off, like killing off characters, and just really just getting you they, every they single can time. Gut you. Like I think the hardest I've cried in a theater for like so. There's like you said. There's the two different types of crying. There's there, there's the sad cry and there's the joyful cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably the hardest sad cry I've ever had was uh, Bing Bong. In, that is in, so inside sad. out when he ta- when he's like take her to the moon yeah or whatever he says oh my god and then he just disappears <laughs> how about the joyful tears how about ones that just like hit you at the right so spot? um like i texted you guys on friday i was like oh i'm, I'm gonna watch coco finally and that was I mean, you said get the tissues ready, Matt. Like, you, you warned me, and I was so good through the whole movie. And then the last 10 minutes, like, it was just a, a tear fest, but it was good tears. Um, when Coco starts remembering the song, um, what's it called? Remember Me? And she's singing it with Miguel. Like, that, it's just, it's so human. It's so human, and it's so heartwarming that you know, this very old woman can remember this song that her father sang to her when she was like four, mm. three or four. Spoiler alert, Andrew. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but it's so phenomenal. And I, you really should watch it because like even me talking about it, like I, other people had told me, I was like, oh, I'll be fine. But it just, they have this very tender moment that just, it gets you. It'll get you. And but I in think, a good way. It's not like a sad, sad. It's like a very happy. I don't. I don't know how to describe it because it's not bittersweet. It's not. It's not bad in any way. It's very good, warm feeling. It, it's the genuineness in like. It. If he was singing the song and she just immediately knew the words, it wouldn't have worked. But, but you it's can that see she her slowly. Yeah, you yeah. see like that she's coming back from not remembering anything and just it's it's so beautifully paced where like you're sitting in the theater i remember sitting in the theater being like she's not gonna remember and then her lips just start to quiver Mm -hmm. and you're like oh no yeah oh no here it goes here it goes (laughs) but it's it's that's a good cry that one was a good one um there was like that good one in Toy Story three. There's mm-hmm. a good one in Homeward Bound. Um, I'm trying to think. Ooh, another sad one would be 
Oh, God, that one was sad, too. Uh, not as sad, but sad. But Monsters, Inc., at the end, when they have to say goodbye to Boo. Oh, yeah. I think what makes me really sad is when they get that damn, the door crushing thing. And then the heartfelt sad, or the heartfelt tears thing, is when um, Solly comes and Mike has reconstructed the door, all but that last piece. Like, that's a really heartfelt moment. Then when it gets to, like, he, and he opens the door and that expression when they stop the movie, that's a very heartfelt moment. Yeah. That's a good one. Another sad moment, uh, speaking of Pixar, uh, Finding Nemo, when the Barracuda eats everything except Nemo's little leg. But eats coral and all the little babies. It's very sad. Um, I didn't cry in that part, but it, it does bum me out. It's a shocking, like, sad. It is. I'm just like, wow, that's really, like, horrible for Marlon. I'm so sorry. Um, we haven't talked about it yet, but it, this would have been my number two is Bambi, because, oh, my God, just why why even live after watching Bambi? It's terrible. We know Andrew's opinion. <laughs> uh, that's one of those, again, though, that it's been so long since I've seen it, and because it has like a super depressing large portion of it, I'm just like, nope. It's not so, putting myself through it. Well, when I was, I remember watching it for the very first time and not knowing what was going to happen. And just like screaming for my mom. And I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> what <laughs> happened? And my mom had to like explain to me, like, oh, honey, you know, Bambi's mom got shot by a hunter. And I was like, nope like threw a little like three-year-old temper tantrum i was like this is some bullshit mom this is not okay i'm out and it was it's still like i remember i can feel what i felt like watching it for the first time like i was so confused Mm -hmm. and just like horrified that that could happen and i so i grew up in like a a city area. So I never saw deer. So I was always fascinated by them constantly. The only time I ever really saw them was when they were dead on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. Um, So in the very few instances I did see one, I was like, Oh my God, I love them. And then you watch the movie and she just gets blasted (laughs) as Hunter. It's the worst. It, it destroyed me as a child and I haven't watched it as an adult. I'm scared to, I think it would still get me now because I'm so in touch with that feeling from when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Can't do it again. If I ever have children, I'm gonna be like, that movie doesn't exist. We're done here. I did watch Bambi too, though on my 16th birthday. I got it for my birthday. <laughs> um, and you guys know how I feel about Disney straight to DVD sequels, but I actually liked that one. It made me feel better about my whole Bambi experience. So I was good to end it there and be done. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. Nope, I won't do it. I've noticed that I've been, uh, in the last couple years, getting really emotional over um, music cues, where they'll bring back, they won't necessarily sing a song, but like they'll pull the melody line of a really powerful song and play it in the background just as like something happens like one that pops in my head is they use the melody line of part of your world later on at the end of little mermaid when everything like comes together and she her dad gives her the blessing and she gets to grow those legs and it's just like adding that music 
that we've already associated with her desire to have this happen to her, like gives it that extra mm-hmm. oomph. I don't know if that really ever made me cry, but it definitely makes me like it enhances the joy of that scene when they do that stuff. This is not related to that at all, but it just dawned on me like this moment and I cannot believe you haven't brought it up in Tarzan when his parents are killed. I did not bring that one up. And that one is, that's that one's super freaking traumatic. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't bring that one up. It just like hit me. I was like, Oh my God, Tarzan's parents died. I must have like subconsciously blacked that one out a little bit. That was one of my more favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think that one isn't as prevalent in my forefront because right after that, he's, like, rescued and it's all fun. Yeah. But, no, that is really different. What is it with Disney and killing parents? Well, that, I was, I was going to ask Brooke because she hasn't mentioned Frozen. And I think... The last verse of Do You Want to Build a Snowman After the Parents Die is like one of the saddest things in the world. I think I've been so hardened to parents <laughs> dying in Disney films that by the time Frozen came out, like I had been through so many of those moments. Yeah. I think it's harsh for kids now when they watch that, but I was like, I'm a pro at this. I just can't think of any other... I feel like that's the first time I saw Disney do a thing where not only do they kill the parents, but immediately after is like a a musical number about it. Well, it's during the musical number. Yeah, in the number. middle of it. Yeah, where she's just like, I need you. Like, it's like this really sad moment where she's just like, look, you've, you haven't talked to me in all these years, and now, like, we're alone. Like, you're the only... You know, she has... We only have that's each a, other. That's like, another thing. Like, it, it just seems so real. Like, that... That happens. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, that's totally realistic to me where like if you lose a family member, people kind of shut down and shut you out. And that's that happens. It's an unfortunate thing that people go through all the time. And that's why I think like I to me, that doesn't stick out, at least in the Disney films, because yeah. it's happened so many times. And it's funny, though, because as we're talking about this, I feel like one person could make an argument that we're only talking about the newer films, but it. It feels like with the exception of very select few, like the Dumbo moment and the Bambi moment, they definitely didn't dive into like deep, hard issues like this nearly as often like, until we know the 90s. In Cinderella, like her, her parents die, but they don't give you enough background to ever really get attached to those characters. It's just kind of like this fact that you know. Or assumed, kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's like, just, this is how it was. You didn't know these people. We're not really going to show them. Here's the story. Oh, I just thought of another sad one. Hmm. And Wally. Oh, Wally. When he uh, when he's about to die, and then Eve like has to save him and fix him. That part's sad, but then it's sweet. Mm-hmm. And she gives him a little kiss, and there's a lot of that like yeah. sad to sweet mm-hmm. kind of sadness in plenty of Disney films. I love Wally. I mean, I think you still need to see it, Brooke, but Finding Dory definitely has a, a couple gut punches near the end. Yeah, I haven't <gasps> seen that one yet. The other one that you haven't seen, we're pretty much listening to every Disney movie, by the way, guys. <laughs> Going back to the beginning. They're really insane, fucking like, sad. All of them are fucking <laughs> sad at one point. Yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Wreck-It Ralph has a couple really, like, oh, scenes in it. Especially when you talk about, like, nobody liking her and not having friends and... What They're about Tangled? Her. Is there like a moment in Tangled? I haven't seen that one. 
I so when I watched it, there was no like standout moment like that for me. But maybe I'm broken now. No, I think Tangled was a little bit more lighthearted. I mean, the only thing that would even come close is like it's really cute when they're riding on the boat with all the lights. I was gonna say the lanterns. Like that's a very sweet moment. It kind of reminds me. That scene reminds me of. Um, Little Little Mermaid when Prince Eric and Ariel it's like kiss the girl type of thing that's what it always reminded me of not that that's a sad moment that's a good moment Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, well now I'm feeling kind of blah guys I know this has been a downer this is why we didn't want to do our list earlier because we were (laughs) like man this is going to be like depressing to put together and I, I really wanted to add more like happy cry moments there aren't a ton. Coco's been the most recent one for me. Um, I guess kind of like a sweet, sad moment in a recent movie by Disney would be like Moana um, when she does the I Am Moana song and like uh, Grandma Spears on the boat yeah. with her. Because it's, I've talked about it a little bit before. It is this very defeating moment for Moana. And I think we can all relate to that. And then she kind of comes through it in this very sweet, empowering way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a nice, tender-hearted moment. But I wouldn't necessarily say it would bring me to tears. But it is a little bit of a, an emotional time in that movie. Yeah, it's a tear-jerker, but not a... Tears aren't falling. Yeah, it it gets... It waters your eyes a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It gets you feeling things, for mm-hmm. sure. You're at least aware crying. that you have emotion when yeah. watching it. Yeah, like you you realize, oh, I'm not a robot. Yeah, I'm I not feel cold things. Inside. I feel alive. I'm scrolling through here. I'm like, there's got to be something that's an uplifting an one uplifting to end on. Oh, <laughs> well, we're talking about Disney live action moments that make you cry. I was really upset when Binks died in. Um, Hocus Pocus. I was about to ask about Hocus Pocus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking to myself, yeah, I was like, there's sad moments in there, but yeah. But yeah, when Binks dies and Danny's really upset, but then that also turns into a good one because he's so relieved to Mm -hmm. see um, Emily, Mm -hmm. his sister. So like that, it's it's a bittersweet moment. Um, But I was really wrecked as a child when when he when Binks died. Danny was so sad. I know. That's how I felt too. She's Her crying. Her cute ass little face. I know. See, Honey, I shrunk the kids. I don't like Honey, I shrunk the kids because oh, there's another fucking sad moment yeah. when Auntie <laughs> fucking dies, gets fucking got by the scorpion. There's the Mighty Ducks. Doesn't oh, Hans? Is that his name? I get. I've actually never seen the Mighty Ducks. What? The what? <laughs> Like, oh, what about what's does. the other one? Little Giants? I think they did Little Giants. That's they did sad. the big green. No, it's not sad. No. Oh, are we talk about Mighty sad Ducks ones? gets a little sad when um I think it's the third one when Hans dies. Maybe it's the first one. There's a third one. There's three. The D three Mighty Ducks. You never seen all three Mighty Ducks? Oh shit! Oh my god! Me and my older brother, we always say because like they D three. <laughs> <D3. can't, laughs> we always Whoa. say D three. Um, but they have a chant. Or they have like a saying, it's not quack, 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 but they're, they're always like ducks fly together. And so that's what my brother and I always say to each other because it's like we're family, we're ducks, we fly together. Aww. Yeah. I think, we've, I think we already talked about the three Joyful Cry movies and now we have nothing. Yeah, there's no more. <laughs> there's nothing to it's lean on. It's all done. <laughs> um, it's not a Disney movie, but there's one 
one movie that I I think robbed my soul. Is it animated? Nope, it's live action. Oh, okay. The Never Ending Story. Oof. Specifically, when Artax dies in the swamp of sadness in the beginning, (laughs) it's horrible. I mean, I'm a horse person. I'm a horse girl. Always have been. Mm -hmm. And then the fucking horse dies because he's so depressed and he sinks in the swamp and Atreyu's screaming for him to like get out of the mud and he can't pull him out and he just sinks and he dies. It's fucked up. But yeah, it's not a Disney movie, but that one, I that, that robbed what was left of my soul after Bambi. Just took it from me. I was gone. You know, speaking of not a Disney movie, side note, kind of, while during some of the research for the sad Disney movies, I was looking at some vloggers on YouTube um, just to kind of see like if they had different perspectives or like ones I didn't think of or seen some stuff like that. And this one chick had a, I'm not going to list her name, I'm not going to embarrass her. Yeah. But she had a top 20 most like sad Disney films. And that bitch's number one was Land Before Time. And I'm That's like, not a Disney yeah, movie. No. It's not even a Disney movie. And it put it had in parentheses, not a Disney movie. I'm like, then your why is video it on the list? Is top twenty, and your number one is not even a Disney <laughs> film. Yeah, I, well, I mean, that is a really sad movie, though. I was gonna say it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> I will give her that, but it's not a Disney film. I mean, we could do a whole episode on Don Bluth one day and what. You know, he gave Disney a run for his money, but he was a Disney animator and he wanted to make that with Disney and they said no. So he made it. Himself. Yeah, because they're like, we have done enough damn sad <laughs> films, Don Bluth. Don, we're we've done enough turn, damage to these we're children. We're trying to turn a page here. Yeah. All right. We're trying to make Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, give these kids some false hope, you know? Yeah. Dude, he's trying to Name he's trying to kill rough. Littlefoot's mom and they're trying to write friend like me from Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Oh my god, she just gets got. That's sad. I can't think about she it. She gets got. She does. She gets got. When she You know what's even sadder is that um the girl that plays uh Ducky murdered by her dad. Yeah, let's not talk about before that. the movie even came out. That's some sad shit. Well, she no, she okay. saw Land Before Time. She died before uh All Dogs Good Heaven came out where she was the voice of the little girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. They drew the little girl in her likeness as a tribute, which is yeah, really creepy and up, terrifying. Man. Yeah, that's some sad shit. <laughs> well, so this has been an uplifting <laughs> episode of the Disneyo podcast. I hope you guys are not as sad as we are right now. Um, yeah, I'm ready to like freaking go home and cry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, if you want to talk about any more sadness, we're here for you. You can, you can talk about a moment where you were hurt so badly that you're still paying therapy bills over it. Um, you can let us know by emailing us at disneydopodcast at gmail.com or messaging us on our various social media accounts like Twitter, where you can find us at, at disneydopodcast or on our Facebook page, Disneydos. Tune in next week when Brooke and I crack open another bottle of wine and continue to talk any and everything Disney. Yeah, we're out of wine. We're going to need more. I keep forgetting that Disney produced heavyweights. I love.
I that can, movie. Can we like dedicate an entire podcast to talk about heavyweights? I think we should. So good. <laughs> Lunch has been canceled due to lack of hustle. Yeah, <laughs> he is so good in that movie. He is so good. The secret best character in that movie isn't Ben Stiller, but it's the German camp counselor Lars. Lars. Yes, Lars. Lars. <laughs> He's so good. Bye. <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.